What's up, guys? It's J-Mar from the Zach and J-Mar podcast. Check out my new podcast, the Hitch and Hook podcast, along with my co-host, Nick Ransom, where we talk all things NFL raw and unfiltered. Give us a follow on Twitter at Hitch underscore Hook. Again, follow us on Twitter at Hitch underscore Hook. Can't wait till you hear what we have to say. What's up, everybody, and welcome to a week 15 episode of Zach and Jamar. It's going to be a little bit of an abbreviated episode here today. Um, we churn out a damn near two hours every week, so we're going to cut that down a little bit today and get Jamar out of here a little bit early because he's got some drinking to do. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> I'll just tell everybody why you got some drinking uh, to do, Jamar. Oh, because, you know, your boy was born tomorrow. December 14th, yes. And I will unfortunately be turning 29, so I'm entering my last year of my 20s. So this is going to be fun. But yeah, you know. Yeah, I, I know, right? It's, I hate it. <laughs> but yeah. Poor that's sound quality, but you. Uh, but that's you a good sound there. bite. Appreciate yeah. it. Thanks. That's so, a great sound bite. Stole that one from the Levitard show, but <laughs> you know nothing's better than having the uh, great Stephen A. Smith singing you "Happy Birthday" and then tell you we don't care. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. Appreciate um, it though. Absolutely. Uh, definitely have a good day. Hope you got off work tomorrow. I know you're not the type to work on your birthday. I am off for the rest of the week. Yeah, that's kind of what I figured. I took the rest of the week off, especially since my birthday's the middle of the week. Like, ew, I'm not trying yeah. to go back. Facts. Low-key surprised you even decided to show your face around these parts this week. We got to we gotta get the show. We got to do the show. We got to keep the, keep the consistency going. I had to show up. Yeah, that's facts. The show must go on. I did contemplate it, though, but I knew I couldn't just leave you out to dry, hang out to dry like that. That's not right. I'm just sitting here talking to myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's let's do that. <laughs> right. So I guess uh, we'll hop right into this week's NFL action. We're going to do things a little bit different this week. Uh, instead of kind of going with our news segment first, we're going to hop right into the NFL action. We're going to talk a little bit of an NFL playoff preview as we wind down towards the end of the season. What? It's about a month till the playoffs start, just about? Roughly in December. Yeah, roughly, yeah. Yeah, yeah we're, we're January, definitely... January. Yeah, we're definitely coming up on that time when the playoffs are here. So that means the seating is getting real chippy. Yeah, that's true. And we've got some surprises that we got to discuss here. Um, definitely looking a little bit different than we would have predicted at the end of the season, but we will get to that after we talk about the games. We're going to start off, though, with the Ravens and Jamar. I'm going to have you set me up, and I've got a lot to say about this game. Oh, boy. what What is there to say? So, the Baltimore Ravens, as those who are Baltimore Ravens fans know, had a matchup against their most hated rival out of everybody in that division, the Pittsburgh Steelers. And this game was a doozy beyond belief for those who don't know. 
the Ravens took the dub 16 to 14 behind Huntley, who wins eight for 12 for 89 yards. The only issue here, though, I'm going to say it now before I get to the rest of these stats. He did not finish the game. We'll get into that in a little bit more. J.K. Dobbins finally made his return from IR after suffering. Was was it a knee injury? Ankle injury? I forget what the second injury was, honestly. He just kind of disappeared after, yeah, the, uh, I know he, after the long knee injury. Yeah, so that's the last I see that's the last injury I remember is the knee injury. But he came back and had a monster game. 15 carries for 120 yards and one tutty. And the leading receiver was Demarcus Robinson, who had five catches for 52 yards. On the other side, Steelers who took this L. Mitch Trubisky played the game. Kenny Pickett gets knocked out early. Love to see that. Hope he's all right. But, you know, as a Ravens fan, you love to see that. Mitch Trubisky going 22 for 30 for 276 yards, one tutty, and three interceptions. Najee Harris leading the way with 12 carries for 33 yards and a touchdown. And the leading receiver for the Steelers was Deontay Johnson, who had six catches for 82 yards. So, Based on these stats and the way that this game played out, Zach, tell me, how are you feeling? I am feeling fantastic, and I've got four words for Kenny Pickett. (laughs) Fuck it is, dummy. (laughs) That's how we play football in Baltimore. Welcome to the NFL, baby. Welcome to the rivalry, and welcome to the IR, because you got fucked up on that hit, boy. I hope he's okay. But that's how we play football when we play against the Steelers. This is good old-fashioned, gritting and grinding, mm-hmm. banging into each other, throwing the quarterback down to the turf football. And you know what? We get we got to be able to take what we get. You know, we had our quarterback, Mr. Huntley, in the second half of this game. He got hit, and he got knocked out of the game as well. And that was very unfortunate. Hope that he's doing well. I know that. They said that he isn't back in practice today, last that I read. So yeah, it was like a limited still, lim- limited practice. Yeah, yeah, he's still stuck in concussion protocol, but that's real Ravens football right there. And even down to our third-string quarterback, whose name is Anthony Brown Jr. Is that that man's name? Who? <laughs> Anthony, Brown. Anthony Brown Jr. Rookie out of Oregon. First NFL action ever. Never heard of the guy in my life. I think that, that we signed him in the in the middle of the week. Mm. Man went in. He threw his three for five for 16 yards. Didn't really do anything, but didn't really have to because all that matters is, is that he was able to hand the ball off to Gus Edwards and J.K. Dobbins, and we were able to secure a decent offense for the day and secure the dub, but – The offense isn't really the story of the day. I would venture to tell you that the offense didn't really have anything to do with this story. It's all the defense coming up with three picks from Mitch Trubisky. Having Roquan Smith, he got a pick. I'm pretty sure he got a couple sacks on the day. My man was all over the field, absolutely wreaking havoc. That trade is proving to be probably the most impactful trade of the deadline, unless you can uh, think of a trade that was more impactful than that. Nah, it's just, it's definitely the Roquan Smith trade. That's the best one that has like had the most immediate impact for anyone and out of all the trades. 
I even saw on ESPN earlier, our defense has been number one in a lot of different categories since our acquisition of Roquan Smith. And that just shows you what happens when you plug up those gaps in the middle and you're able to actually take care of business and play some unique Baltimore-style football, a classic, clean, grinding, hard-working brand of football. And just like many generations before them, they went out there, they put the Steelers on their ass, and they secured a huge dub when we needed it the most. We had our quarterback out, and Tyler Huntley, even though he didn't finish the game, he was able to do one thing that he was not able to do in four starts last season, and that is get a win when he starts. Matter of fact, even last week, he was able to get a win in relief. That's something that he was not able to do in five games last year. So around the same exact time last year, we were the number one seed in the AFC, and then we wound up missing the playoffs when Lamar went out. That's not going to be the story this year. And even though I'm still in the team fuck Greg Roman, I'm still very happy <laughs> and excited about where we're at moving forward for the rest of the season. I, I thought that was a good game for the Ravens. That was a that was a old a, like you said, that was a classic old school Ravens game where let's hand the ball off, let's run the ball down their throats and let our defense do their job. That's what this that's what this game was and reminded us of what they should be because that's who the Ravens have always been. A a run first team with a dominant defense. That's what they've always been. And I think that they are getting, or at least until Lamar gets back, going to be doing that. Where they're handing, and you get J.K. Dobbins back. Like I, I love J.K. Dobbins coming out of college. Shout so, out to the author of Harry Potter himself, J.K. Dobbins. <laughs> yeah, let's let's shout them out. But you know, we got him back, and he has a hundred yards in his first game back, and he's still not a hundred percent. You can tell he's not a hundred percent. He just he doesn't have that you know that full burst of speed. The thing that, that we, he has we know. that the other running backs don't have is that field of vision. That's true too, because he can find a hole, and he's and you know what? He's more elusive than the other ones. Maybe, yeah. maybe Kenyon Drake has a little bit more, you know, a little more better twitch. You know what I mean? Like a little get up and go. But J.K. Dobbins is a a bowling ball coming down at you. Him and Gus Absolutely. Edwards, but but you know, J.K. has more of a more speed than Gus, Edwards does. Gus is the power, and then J.K. is the finesse. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, shout out to uh, the the quarterback that came in in relief of Huntley and, you know, keeping the game afloat, not doing anything to turn, you know, to change the momentum of the game. Unlike, you know, Mitch Trubisky. Oh, he almost did. I'll, I'll give yeah. him that. No, Mitch. He, yeah, he Mitch. almost messed the game up. Uh, I believe it. What's his name? All right. He threw some pass, hit somebody right in the dome, and it was almost up for an interception. Like, I'll be honest with you, like that guy, like shout out to him for coming in and holding things down. But he looked like he was going to shit his pants every time they showed his face while he was on the field. He probably was nervous as shit. Did he never thought that he was going to play? I'm I'm pretty sure he was was an undrafted rookie, bro. That that was. Yeah, you got a call like that. But you even when you get that call, it's like you said, you don't think you're gonna be in the game. Like you just I'm just, you know, I'm I'm just here. I'm taking up space basically. I'm taking up a roster spot, basically. Yeah. And then he has to go in. Yeah, I'm probably gonna shit my pants too. But thankfully yeah, they played play. thankfully they played Mitch the bitch. And <laughs> he played just like one. That man threw three interceptions. It's not even like the Steelers were like out of the game. Like they played like trash, like they played decent. It's just when it was when they got into scoring position, Mitch threw the ball away, 
every time. Patrick Queen had a pick. He's bad. He's bad. He's bad, which is still why I don't understand how the Bears wasted a draft pick on him. Excuse me. Yeah, I, mean, I don't think that they could have saw him being this bad. But, like, I think that the book is out, you know, we said maybe he might be one of those guys that needs a change of scenery or something like that. But uh, obviously he just needs a change of a, well. he needs a change of career at this point because yeah. it's not looking good for him. He played a horrible, which is why I feel I don't feel that bad for the Pittsburgh because, you know, fuck y'all. But I wish that I would have liked to have seen how the game would have been if Kenny Pickett finished. You know what I mean? Like, I think I don't think they would win. No, but I think it he might not have had as many turnovers because Mitch's turnovers were just bad, bad throws like. Yeah. He just he just played like shit. And, you know, I'll give Queen that one, the one, you know, he went up and got that that interception. Yeah, he had no, like, he was looking to the right there. His eyes told the story of what was going on, Mitch Trubisky's eyes. Yeah. And, like, Queen read that perfectly, saw that he was dead set. I think he was trying to throw to, what, Fryermuth there? I think so, too. And <clears throat> he was dead set on Fryermuth, and then Queen just absolutely robbed him, like, that psych. Was that was the very, that was one of the biggest psychs I've ever seen in my life. Psych. Yeah. <laughs> like bro ran up out of nowhere. Like I didn't even realize he was coming up until he already had the ball. It was that quick. But hey, Ravens got the dub. And on to the next. They play in Saturday. Yeah, I'm very upset about that one. I don't uh, like how, Saturday games. How dare you flex my football game from my day off to a day that I work? You know they're doing it back to back. Like this yeah, Saturday no, and I, next Saturday. I always knew that Christmas Eve they had it, and mm-hmm. that's a whole other reason why I'm irritated. But yeah, like, it, it it does. It frustrates me. There's two weeks of Ravens football that I'm potentially not going to be able to watch because I'm going to be at work. Like football is not supposed to be played on Saturday. Can you have a Can you have a headphone in your ear, like listen to it, or have it on somewhere where you can hear it? No. Okay. I mean, I can have it on where I can hear it, but ain't no headphones. It really just depends on how fast or how slow everything's going that day, you know? Gotcha. In the background while I'm getting my work done, perhaps. But we'll gotcha, see. Gotcha. Yeah, well, I think that's that for the Ravens game. The Ravens are going to make the playoffs. We don't even have to – I'm not even concerned about them not making the playoffs. Like, they're making the playoffs this year. That's happening. That's the thing yeah, that's happening. So only question is, is it going to be as a wild card or is it going to be as a uh, as a division? The division. Yeah, and they've well, got a game against Cincinnati to help them decide that. Yeah, uh, and they've already. That's gonna. I think that's gonna. Series, it's gonna so. come down to that game. Like it's literally gonna come down to like no. I think they're probably gonna have similar records. Like somebody's gonna be like one game above the other. Yep. And then we're gonna. It's just gonna have to go from there. Like, and then you know, Ravens win. Obviously, they're winning the division. They lose. We got a. We got a story. <laughs> yeah. Well, what I will say is, is that. When our season comes down to the last game and we're playing Cincinnati, that's typically not a good result for us. So here's hoping that we can kind of turn that tide around in 2023 because I have I vividly remember a couple seasons ending when all we needed to do was beat Cincinnati and we were unable to. Yeah. Yeah. I still am haunted by that uh that AJ Green touchdown. And you know the one I'm talking about. Yeah, we the don't talk about that around yeah. here. <laughs> well, let's move on. Let's get off of that before we go on a whole nother tangent. Yeah, that's facts. All right, so we're going to move into our next game. We have what we thought was going to be a shootout, what turned out not to be anywhere near a shootout. Oh. Um, 
Sorry to ruin your night, Jamar. It's but okay. We're it's going right. we, we got we got to talk Tampa about Tampa Bay Buccaneers against the San Francisco 49ers. Buccaneers coming off of a Monday night football win against the New Orleans Saints with mere seconds left on the clock. And the 49ers coming off of a win against the Miami Dolphins. Um, this game was set to be, you know, kind of old guard versus new guard. And it turned out to be an absolute flop. For the Buccaneers, Tom Brady went 34 for 55 for one touchdown, two interceptions, and one autographed interception football. We had Rashad White leading and rushing, 13 carries, 56 yards. Leonard Fournette back to his form, rushing four times for 13 yards. And leading the way in receiving was Chris Godwin, five receptions, 54 yards. And the only touchdown came from number 17, Gage. I don't know his first name. Russell. Russell Gage. On the other side, we had Brock Purdy getting his first ever NFL start. His parents haven't been attending many 49ers games this season because he was the third-string quarterback, but they did already have tickets to this matchup because they wanted the opportunity to watch the GOAT Tom Brady play, and instead they got to have front-row seats to their son's first NFL start in which he went 16 for 21, 185 yards, two touchdowns, Christian McCaffrey carried this team both on the receiving end and on the rushing end. He led in rushing 14 carries for 119 yards and a touchdown. We also had a rushing touchdown by Debo Samuel. Receiving was led by Ayuk, who had two receptions for 57 yards. McCaffrey had two receptions for 34 yards and a touchdown, getting a touchdown on both sides of the ball there. And in the end of the game, We saw a blowout by the San Francisco 49ers beating the Buccaneers by a score of 35-7, to a game that everybody wanted to watch and no one actually finished watching. Uh, That's how I feel. (laughs) That's how I feel right there. 1v1 me. I want to fight Tom Brady. I want to fight Todd Bowles. I want to fight Byron Leftwich. I want to fight the whole offensive lineman. I want to break Donovan Smith's foot. I hate everyone. I hate all of them. I hate all of them. I'm so, I'm so fucking fed up. (laughs) I'm so, I'm so annoyed, bro. Like, I don't mind losing. I hate losing, but I don't mind losing. I don't like getting my ass whooped. And that was a that was a pure Madden past the sticks game. It got to 21 and nothing. They get the ball back, go three and out. Right there. I was I was literally saying as I'm sitting there, past the sticks. Past the sticks. Everybody played like shit. I don't care. Everybody played like shit. The one big play we get to Mike Evans, who needed it, who needed it. It was a 60-something yarder. Gets called back. Oh, I wonder why. Who's holding? Obviously, it's Donovan Smith. And for those who don't know, Donovan Smith is actually from here. He's from Baltimore. He went to school at uh, Owens Mills. Ha. <laughs> so, you know, we can we, we we should all, you know, those who care. I don't I I I I'm so I can't even put into words how I feel about this game. That's why I keep just saying I I want I want to fight. Like I just want to fight. Like I don't understand why y'all play like such garbage. 
Y'all been with each other for three years. I'm so tired of hearing that dumbass statement of we're trying to figure out who we are. You know who the fuck you are. You pass the fucking ball. Because that's what y'all do. You pass the ball, bro. And you got down so fast that you didn't even give yourselves a chance to be able to run the ball. So I'm not even going to talk about running the ball because you got down 21 nothing. and it was like the second quarter. Just ass. Just garbage. Just straight shit. I would be surprised if we win our division at this point the way we're playing. They're playing so god-awful. Like, I can't even... I can't even take uh, solace in the fact that, oh, you know, we had some good plays, some good, you know, some good momentum, you know, to build up towards it. Nah, 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 nah. Fuck all that. Fuck all that. You lost, y'all lost to Mr. Irrelevant. You motherfuckers lost to Mr. Irrelevant. Now, the Niners defense is as scary as we thought they were, and they came out and they, you know, they beat the hell out of Tom. They beat the living hell out of Thomas. Thomas looked like the tank engine in that backfield because he wasn't going not a damn place. Boy got sacked. Boy got choke slammed. He couldn't remember if he was in in San Francisco or Tampa. Shoot, he might have thought he was back in New England the way he was getting beat up. And he threw two picks. And he threw two picks. So here we are back at back under five hundred at six and seven. With our assness. And and we got to play. Uh, uh, who we playing? Because after I think it's like two more games. And then it's straight up. You know division rivals. For us to close out the season. We got to play. Uh, let, me, let, me, let me look here. Let me look here. Give me a second. We got to play the Bengals. We have to go to Ohio. To play Joseph Burrow. And them Bengals. How confident do y'all think I am? On a scale of 1 to 10, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm at a 0. If we win, fantastic. Wonderful. That'll be phenomenal for them. Am I harping on it? Am I am I expecting it? No. Because that's how inconsistent this play is, and I'm so sick of them. I'm, I'm, I'm really, to be honest with y'all, I'm watching football for shits and giggles. Because I don't expect nothing from this team, even if they make the playoffs. I, I truly don't. Because they can't run the ball. They last, in the, they last in the league and running the ball. They can't be consistent on the offense. They keep getting uh, penalties, holding penalties. That's, it, it literally always kills a drive for us. Holding kills a fucking drive for us every time, bro. It, nev- it, doesn't, it doesn't ever fail. And that's how y'all know. I'm, I'm so upset I can't even form words. I'm sitting here. Duh, 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 duh. I'm starting over my words. This is, this is hot garbage. They are hot garbage. And everybody keep asking me, you think Tom Brady's coming back? No. No, I don't. And at this point, we don't need a statue quarterback. The way this league is moving, these these defensive players are getting faster and faster every year. You need to get a mobile quarterback back there. I don't know if you're going to find that in Kyle Trask. I don't know if you're going to find that in the draft. Or you're going to find that in the offseason, which I doubt. I don't think it's too many uh, people or quarterbacks is going to be on the free market. The, your best option might not even happen is Lamar. And I don't think y'all going to pay him the bread that he want to get paid. I don't see Tampa putting up that bread that they want, that he wants. Talking about Lamar. I don't, I don't see them putting up that bread. So I don't know what they're going to do after this year. But, uh, you know, it's not a, it's not a good look. 
It's not a good look. Not not a not a happy camper at all. So you know, fuck all that. Yeah, and I don't even think Lamar is going to hit the market. I think that the Ravens are going to wind up franchise tagging him, but I don't see them letting him go. As far yeah, as free either. agent quarterbacks this offseason, um, I'm not sure that it's really a deep class of free agent quarterbacks. The draft is good, but y'all don't have any real draft picks, do you? Not like we didn't trade none away, but we just don't have any like high value picks. I don't, I don't think know. we really traded any like I don't think we traded any picks that like matter. I think like any picks that we traded were like probably like fifth, sixth, seventh round type picks. Yeah, it looks like your options are Tom Brady, Baker Mayfield, nope, Sam don't Arnold, want that. Tom, don't want Jimmy that. Garoppolo, don't Eddie damn sure don't want that. Nope. Daniel All Jones, bad. All Davis bad. Keenum, Mason getting, Rudolph. We're getting worse. Jacoby Brissett. That's my Gino best pick Smith. right there. Oh, oh, wait. I like Gino at this point. Joe Flacco. Oh. Andy nope. Dalton. Get Mike out. White. Dusty. My, ah, well, I don't hate Mike White. Taylor Heineke. Ah, fuck him. A whole bunch of backups. Tyler Huntley, Trace McSorley. Yeah. You can get Gardner Minshew. Um, okay. I, I feel like I, I don't hate Gardner Minshew. I don't hate Gardner Minshew, but he ain't played in a couple years. I don't think, you know, you know how you have those moments. I think those, that's just what they were for him, his moments. Well, I mean, like, you know, he's a backup for the Eagles right now. There's really not much opportunity for him to get playing time with that. But I would be interested to see him get an opportunity somewhere. Out of but, all those names, the ones that interested me was Geno, Mike White. Uh, uh, I don't mind Jacoby, but that's like a, that's not a, like, all these quarterbacks are not long-term quarterback solutions. Like that's the only thing. Yeah, maybe, very maybe true. Mike White. Maybe Mike White if he like you know develops a little bit. Because I like I like him in the on the Jets. Like he's done he's done pretty well on the Jets. But I don't know. I I wouldn't be fooled too uh, much by the fact that he's had a couple good games. We'll see. Because he uh you know he can he can sling the rock. I'll give him that's that. That's true. That's true. At that point, might as well get Flacco if that's a if that's what you're looking for. Yeah, no, because <laughs> no, no, that's I'm okay. <laughs> hey, Flacco looked good for the Jets earlier this season. Uh, <laughs> 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 right. So we will go ahead and we will move on to the next game. That is the Dolphins at the Chargers. I said two weeks ago, Jamar, this is the most important three game stretch that the Dolphins are going to have all season, and they're shit in the bed. They're doing what the Dolphins do. They're shit in the bed. Mm-hmm. They starting to figure out Tua. Yeah. I mean, Tua just got awful. 10 for 28, 145 and a touchdown. The rushing attack for the Dolphins, also awful. 11 carries, 37 yards. That's their leading rusher in Raheem Mozart. Even Tyreek Hill was held to under 100 yards. Four receptions for 81. Jalen Waddle was shut down. Two receptions for 31. Uh, it's just an overall very bad game for the Dolphins' offense. Meanwhile, the Chargers, Justin Herbert, 39-51 for 367 and a touchdown. Austin Eckler, 15 for 45 and a touchdown. And receiving, that would be Mike Williams for 6 and 116 and a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Also, Keenan Allen, 12 for 92. So, two receivers on the cusp of that 100 yards Damn, he there. had 12 catches? Yeah. That's but overall, even though the score at the end was 23 to 17, 
it, the Dolphins were lucky their defense kept them in it. No, they're very lucky because the offense, but teams are figuring them out, man. Drop my, drop your linebackers back. It's really that simple. Drop the linebackers back and try to get Tua to throw deep because he's not that accurate. Everybody kept calling him accurate, and I'm like, I'd be accurate too if I'm throwing seven yard, you know, throwing little seven yard slants and drag routes and stuff, and letting my, uh, you know, my receivers go the rest of the distance. Right. He's had a he's had a few you know bomb throws, but even still, like were they accurate or did you know or did Tyreek adjust to it so he could get it? So you uh, know it's hard to just, it it's like hard he to adjust to Tua more than Tua puts it in his bread basket. Yeah, so it's it's hard to say. Oh, Tua is so accurate. He's super accurate. Well, let's look at his throws. Let's let's dig deep in throws. He's a very he's a he's a good intermediate thrower, yeah. but deep but the deep ball nah. Nah, I can't fade it. I'd rather have Pat Mahomes any day of the week. I don't any, think that was ever really a question. Let Tyreek tell it. He want. He want. Not saying he thought Patrick wasn't better, but he he want Tua. Tua is the most accurate. You know. You know. He was spewing all types of foolishness in the off season. I mean, you're gonna say that about your quarterback, though. Yeah, but I ain't gonna lie, though. I mean, that was a lie. If they're in, like if they're paying you all that money with no state taxes, you're telling me that you're not going to talk and say fucking Teddy Bridgewater is the best quarterback in the NFL. And if that's I will not say that. I'll say he's a great quarterback with a great right. arm. People underestimate his abilities. I think he's better than most give him credit for. And I'm gonna leave it at that. I'm not no, gonna no, sit no, there no. and parade I, that man's name around like that. I don't believe you because I don't know how much Tyreek is making, but I know if somebody slapped you a, a, a one million dollar check. Not even, not even anything. Just a one million dollar check. And they're telling me I have to say it. Nah, nah. But like, you got to be a good teammate. What I just said was me being a good teammate. For for a million dollar check, you're gonna say that the Dolphins are the best franchise in all of NFL. I I'm not gonna say that. Like that for a million dollars. I'm not saying that, dog. I don't. I I have too much respect for myself to tell that lie. You got to be real with yourself, man. I'm sorry. I can't I can't sit there and say, oh, I'm on the Dolphins now. I got two. We the best team in the NFL. I'm going to say we are a playoff contender. I will do everything to hype us up, but I'm not going to overhype us like that. That's overhyping, and that's how you get shot in the foot. Nah, Don. They, they give me a million dollars. I'll do just about anything except for root for the Steelers. You do just about anything, huh? I, look, I'm saying that any <laughs> NFL team could give me one million dollars, and you know what? I, I, whatever you, whatever you want, I got you. Only <clears> thing <throat> I'm not doing is rooting for the Steelers or giving Deshaun Watson a massage. <laughs> well, hit me out about the Steelers thing. I'm gonna completely sidestep that second one. If <laughs> if. If the Steelers winning gave you better playoff position, are you rooting? No. No, not even for better playoff position? No. Oh, wow. There's never been a scenario, and I'm pretty sure there has been like a scenario where that would be the case. Like a bad Steelers team needs to beat another team for the Ravens to get better. I would rather miss the playoffs than root for the Steelers <laughs> to win a game. <laughs> <laughs> what if you end up on the Steelers? Like, what if you get traded to the Steelers? Like, you have no choice but you get traded to the Steelers. Yeah, well, then I'm uh, exactly what you were saying. I'm gonna be like, yeah, my quarterback's <laughs> I. 
<laughs> I don't understand why everybody says the word yins around here, and I see light tastes like ass. I'm oh, just here so I don't God. get fined. Oh, that's funny. Excuse me. Excuse my yawn. Oh, it's UMBC won. Depressing, did they? Fuck. They did. Forget that they're playing, man. They won right. by three. 72-69. That's a five-game winning streak for them. Love it. Yeah, they're now they're eight and five now. Look at them. Good for them. I'm glad. Oh man, you know what? We we probably should have not to switch too much. We probably should have talked about Anthony Lamb on this episode. But I'll, oh I'll just, my I'll god, I forgot that. all about him. Yeah, <laughs> I just leave that. I can't believe that they let that motherfucker play in the NBA anyway. He's Sorry. not even good, bro. Like Jarris Lyles <laughs> was way better of a player, went to the G League at the same time, and never got an NBA opportunity. Anthony Lamb was never that nice. I'm sorry. He's no. just big and ugly. He's just big. But you know what? That's all you got to be half the time in this league is big. That's yeah, fair enough. That's all you got to be is big in this league. Like, and it works. Yeah, I guess we'll pivot back to football, but I guess we'll leave that too. Like, I had to watch that man steal a championship right out my lap. Like, was not very happy. Never liked that man. Fuck him. I'm but with yeah, you. <laughs> we'll move on to the Lions versus the Vikings. So the Lions were actually favored in this game, and we were all out here talking about, huh? Yeah. That's but the crazy. Lions took on the Vikings. The ten and two at the time Vikings versus the five and seven or yeah, five and seven Lions. And the Lions actually went out there and low-key kind of beat up on the Vikings. 34 to 23 is the final yeah. score. Kirk Cousins, 31 of 41, 425, two touchdowns. Dalvin Cook, 15 carries for 23 yards and a touchdown. Not his best day. And Justin Jefferson is just unstoppable. 11 receptions for 223 yards and no touchdowns. Ooh. Sheesh. Somehow, Jared Goff, 27 of 39, 333 touchdowns. We also saw C.J. Moore with one carry for 42 yards lead rushing for the Lions. That's wild. He's the leading rusher with one. (laughs) Yeah. That's Uh, crazy. I haven't seen that. Jamal Williams, 16 carries, 37 yards. Swift is still hurt. And then out of He played, though. Yeah. But out of all that group, Justin Jackson's the one that got the rushing touchdown. Yeah, that screwed me over, too, because I had uh, Wichicom Williams getting a touchdown. And, and he, he ain't was doing, doing good for a couple weeks. Yeah, I don't know what happened. I don't know why. They stopped feeding him. That's what it really was. They stopped feeding him like that, which is insane. Like, screw that. But keep keep doing what's winning. But hats off to the Lions. Who are, What are they now, five and seven, six and seven? Six and seven, and they're in they're in the playoff hunt, I guess, technically. They're going to make the playoffs. I'm calling it right now. They're making the playoffs. They're going to boot out either the Commanders or the Giants, but they're going to make the playoffs. They're, they're hot right now. They are getting hot at the right time. I think they can make the playoffs. It's probably going to be the Giants. I think that the yeah. Commanders find a way to squeak in there. I do, too. I think out of those, if I had to pick a team that wasn't going to make it between the Giants and the Commanders, it's the Giants because they're 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 they have too many holes. And like at least at least the Commanders have a very have a good defense. You know what I mean? And like their quarterback is competent to win them games. Yeah. I mean, I will say like their head coach really kind of showed out this season with Dayball. Dayball. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's a phenomenal coach. They're they're going to be something. 
but we knew this team wasn't great. He just took away their glaring flaws, and now their not-so-glaring flaws are what's trying to hold them back. Mm-hmm. I'm 100% with you on that, and that's why I think the Lions can can knock them out. Like, the Lions are hot. The, the problem Lions is— team is so fucking confusing. They are. The problem is going to be their defense. It's not even going to be the offense. Yep. It's going to be their defense. The offense yep. has been putting up points all year. All year. And the defense has just been, you know, shit in the bid, giving up 20 to 30 points a game. Yeah, that's facts. I very surprised by this game. The Vikings are fake. I think that they're going to wind up getting bounced in the first round. Mm. Like, I don't know how they got to where they are, but Kirk Cousins, he's been looking fantastic, but somehow they just keep falling short in like these weird positions. And then, I don't know, man, like, the Eagles beat them, the Lions beat them, and who was the third team to beat them? I don't even remember. It was like a weird one. They lose to the – no, they beat Green Bay. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. But, it like, it's just so weird that a team that's 10-2 could even fathom being an underdog against a team that's 5-7. and seven. And this 5-7 and seven team stepped up and took the dub there, which it's a shocker. The Vikings should be worried because yeah, they're gonna they're gonna float into the playoffs. Don't get me wrong; like their playoff hopes are not in question whatsoever. But how long they're gonna stay there? They're not competing for a one seed. Like we already know that they've got some glaring holes, and even with that offense with Justin Jefferson, it's it's problematic. They lost to the Cowboys. <laughs> oh yeah, that was the forty to three game. See, weird. Yeah. And then the yeah. Cowboys almost lose to the Texans. And, like, both of those teams are fake as hell. But one team was more fake than the other one that day, I suppose. Um, you know I what, though? all about that game. All the teams that they've lost to can run the hell out of the ball. Like, the Lions didn't That's do true. it, like, that much. But they That's can true. run the ball. The well, Cowboys yeah. can run the ball. And, and we we know the Eagles can run the ball. I think they, they, they struggle against teams that are effective at running the ball. Because that means yeah. that's less opportunities for the, their offense. Which is why Kirk Cousins has to sling the ball more, and that's where the turnovers happen and all that. So I think their issue is going to be against it. If they play a team that can run the ball, like if they have the Eagles in like the second or whatever round they'll have, because it won't be the first round, yeah. they're going to they, they lose. <laughs> and that's going to be a problem because a lot of these like lower seeds can run the ball. Mm-hmm. When you talk about the Seahawks, the Giants, the Commanders, they can run the ball. All can run the ball. Them. And the Commanders almost beat the Vikings earlier in the season. That's true. If it wasn't for a last-second, you know, thing for uh, uh, what I think it was a defensive stop. Yeah. But if it wasn't for that, they definitely would have lost to the 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 Commander. Yeah. Something to look out move for moving forward. And then that brings us to our last game of the week. Uh, this one was very interesting. Not a game that anyone had circled on their calendars. Uh, very strange matchup uh we didn't really know who was going to be starting at quarterback for the rams but the rams took on the raiders in los angeles so weirdly enough that was home field advantage for las vegas because why did they go to las vegas and not los angeles still weird to me but (laughs) overall uh Derek carr 11 for 20 two interceptions he's been bad this year uh jacobs 27 carries 99 yards and a touchdown and Devontae Adams, three receptions for 71 yards. And then on the Rams' side, the GOAT, Baker Mayfield, 22 of 35 
for 230 yards, a touchdown, 12 carries for Cam Akers, who sucks, 42 yards and a touchdown, and the leading receiver was Ben Skoranek. You ever heard of him before? I love how we just be butchering names on here. <laughs> no, I'm <have> not. <laughs> like, uh, 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 look, I'm just glad that Tutu Atwell goes by Tutu because you don't want to hear me try and pronounce Shartarius. Shatarius. I feel like you made a great. I feel like you did a great job at that attempt. I think that was a good try. Fair enough. Fair enough. It is Shatarius. I don't know. I'll take it, but. Yeah, that yeah, works for me. There's just a lot of people in this Rams team that we've never heard of. Baker Mayfield was literally in Carolina on Tuesday and started the game for the Rams on Thursday. Went out and led a 98-yard game-winning drive with two minutes left in the game. Wound up beating the Raiders. And Josh McDaniels probably dusting off his old Patriots gear because if this doesn't pave the way towards him getting fired, then I don't know what does. Listen, listen. Derek Carr hasn't been bad. He is over almost. He is three thousand, almost thirty-one hundred something passing yards, twenty touchdowns, ten picks. It's not bad. It hasn't been a bad season. They just can't finish. They can't finish for sh- the Raiders for whatever reason cannot finish games for shit. This is like the fourth game that they've led in the second half by double digits and have just. I don't even know, had a brain fart, like just said, fuck it, we won in the first half, so we got the dub. I don't know what their problem is, but kudos to not the GOAT, Baker Mayfield, on that 98-yard drive. And, you know, I hear a lot of people who have been saying, you know, oh, that was great, that was phenomenal. I'm like, eh, it was okay. <laughs> it was okay. It was a great because it was a 98-yard drive. Like, I'm definitely giving him respect for that. Like, that's not easy to do. But I don't think it was like that hard. Like you I'm know, sorry. Uh, you're you're in the hurry up with players that you've literally never even played catch with before. Yeah, I mean, so if you are an NFL quarterback, that is something you should be able to do in your sleep. He's been in this league too long to not be able to do that. But every two minute offense is different. I mean, so we could say the same thing about Tom Brady, regardless of him being the GOAT and being 99 years old playing the game. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you could say the same thing. Like, it was cool, but, like, I'm not I'm not putting much stock into it. Like, good, kudos. that team for three years. I'm talking now, about, like, Now, I'm talking about when he first got there and had no yeah. off-season workout or anything like that. It's, like, relatively the same. Because he and came over in the COVID year. Almost, yeah. Almost the same. Not two it's, it's, not notice, entirely the, it's not entirely the same. Like, Baker's but, is but way What he did that first higher. year was impressive. Like, you're not going to yeah. tell me that what he did with the Buccaneers in year one was impressive? It was. I'm not saying... But I'm not saying that what Baker did wasn't impressive. I'm just not, like, crazy hype about it. Because what did he do throughout that whole game? He threw underneath all this a lot. Right. right, like he called plays, he threw underneath. I'll give him respect. You, you, you do have me on the, you know, running the the two minute offense and hurry up. Like that's not simple. It's not yeah. easy. But like, I, I just think he just learned. He knows how to read defenses. Like he, he as a NFL quarterback knows how to read a defense. And the Raiders played shitty defense, and Baker tore him apart because he knew where the holes were and somebody was there for it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I mean, do. I, just- I, I, 
Go ahead. The contrast. Like, look at Derek Carr. How long has he been with the Raiders? Like, damn near 10 years. Yeah, I'm like. I'm pretty sure it's like almost 10 years. Man, at least the man eight. still can't run the two-minute offense over that on that side. Like, when's the last time you thought about him leading an impressive comeback? Like, I know he's done it before. I'm not saying he's never done uh, it. But he I'm, struggles. He struggles in crunch time. No, you're not. You're not wrong. I'll, you're not. He does struggle in crunch time. But this season, it's not even his fault. Mm-hmm. Like his defense, their defense is not is just fucking it up for him. Like right, it's, there's li- been a lot of low scoring games for adding Devontae Adams in the offseason and stuff like that. But they've been put. The problem is, here's the thing: they've been putting up the numbers. That's the crazy part. It's not like the numbers aren't there. They're they are there. Devontae Adams is like has like 13, 14 touchdowns. Josh Jacobs has almost uh, what I think he has like 1300 or 1400 yards rushing and has double digit touchdowns they're doing their that offense is doing their job bro is that defense isn't yeah I can definitely say like their defense isn't great I'm not gonna say that it's It's all offense but the offense has been disappointing considering they haven't been electric like we thought that they were going to be over the offseason they look constipated at times. You got to at least give me that. Like, there's no the, mm. there's no reason why it should take Jacobs, what, 28 carries? Is that what it was? 28 carries for Something 99? Something like that. It might, have, it might have been for 99? more. Like, that's kind of crazy. Maybe that's an offensive line issue, but I'm just saying. Uh, I think they just try to, I think they just try to run the ball with him. Good. I'm sorry. I mean to cut your foot. Oh, no. You're good. Um, Not to stray too far from the point, but. Like, the contrast, basically, like, you know, Derek Carr been with the same team and the same people for the majority. Like, there's been consistency there, and he still struggles with it. And then you kind of look around at the other side where no consistency, literally, like, on a plane. Like, half the time, like, nobody starts in that position. If they weren't mm-hmm. desperate for a quarterback, like, he wouldn't, they wouldn't even have thought about him starting. But I don't, I don't even remember who number 13 was, that random motherfucker that they got playing quarterback over there. But I'm like... <laughs> Him and John Wofford or Wolford or whatever the hell his name is. Yeah, Wol Wolford, something like yeah, that. Craziness, <laughs> absolute craziness. Yeah, I mean, hats off to Baker and you know Sean McVay for like dumb, you know, making it so like yo, you're gonna play. But I, but there's no way that they didn't go into that game not saying like, oh, Baker's not playing. He came in after the, after the first series. They yeah. knew they were gonna play him, so I'm pretty sure they crammed well, the hell out the of that book. I thought I thought Wolford started and then he came no, in. No, it was a game time decision that if Wolford's neck was fine, then Baker was not going to go. But Wolford's neck was still an issue, so Baker went. So they didn't have to start whatever number thirteen. I, I'm not even going to look it up. It doesn't really matter. It doesn't. But I'm pretty. Sure, I definitely. I definitely remember Wolford playing for a series and then coming out. And then Baker came in that bitch and said, "Hey, this is my team now." <laughs> and, uh, let's, let's get name it. didn't even get on the stat sheet. He started that game, which is kind of it, it's crazy. Like, mm. learn it. Like you, you see wide receivers get traded and they have to take a week off. Yeah, like they don't. They're, yeah, because Deshaun Wat, uh, Watson, Deshaun Jackson didn't uh, play the first like week he joined weeks. you guys. Yeah. Like he didn't play against New Orleans, I think, and then that we had the bye week, and then he still didn't play that next game. It was the game after that. Yeah, they. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I like that they were smart for that, but regardless, regardless of all of it, 
Baker, congrats. Hats off to you. Um, I still think that offensive line is going to get him killed. Oh, 100%. That law, he, you know, he's just a tough, he's a tough dude. He got sacked four times. Yeah. He got sacked I, four times in that game. I would just love to see just one time what Baker Mayfield looks like in a good situation. Yeah, I'll give you that. I, I'm I'm interested to see that too. Like, if you actually give him a chance with the right team, because you thought it would be, he had a good chance with the Browns. That just, I don't even know what to call what happened with them because they had, well, like, he had he, his good year and then. Yeah, he had that monster year. Then everybody got hurt. Then he got hurt. Mm-hmm. He instead of just sitting, he played, and he made himself look like trash because he was yeah. playing with the partially torn shoulder or whatever it was, was that he had. Tough, tough, tough titty for him. All right, and welcome back to uh, what was going to be segment three. Now it's segment two. Uh, We had to cut segment two due to time constraints. So we're moving straight into the gambling. Uh, So really short episode this week, but we both kind of need it. And Jamar has shots to go take. Absolutely. Absolutely, I do. All right, so we're going to start off. We've got Saturday games this week, which I hate. Um, we are going to start off with the Colts at the Vikings. The Vikings favored against the Colts at home by four points. Who'd you got? Jeff Saturday on a Saturday going to get his ass bust. <laughs> I'm taking the Vikings. I don't see the Colts have given me nothing. No hope. Jonathan Taylor is the only glimmer of hope on that team. Yeah, I got to agree there. Um, I don't really see the Colts doing anything against the Vikings. But after this Lions game, I'm feeling a little spicy, so I'm going to take the Colts. Okay. All right. Fair enough. I like that. I I don't know. You said Jeff Saturday on a Saturday, and by that point, I had already made up my mind and picked the Vikings. (laughs) But his last name's Saturday. So Maybe. it could for be that his reason day. exclusively. <laughs> I'm going with the Colts to cover. Next, we've got Ravens at Browns. Oh, give me a fucking break. The Ravens at the Browns in Cleveland. The Browns are favored by two and a half points. They're too high on Deshaun, bro. Way too. They are high. way too way high too on Deshaun. On the Ravens, man. But isn't that all? Isn't that always the case, though? Not like, like the this. Ravens. I haven't seen no, us it, underdogs will, like this in back-to-back weeks. They're literally doing it probably because they think the third string is playing because Huntley's hurt. I guarantee you that's why. Well, then give me this free money because I'm definitely I'm taking. The I'm absolutely I'm taking. Go ahead, because I'm I'm right behind you, bro. We're going in the same line because I what I seen from Deshaun Watson is assness. Yeah, garbage, rust. He has not played good at all since he's come back. Since the preseason. Which is why, if you're, uh, what's his name? Kevin Stefanski. Why in the hell are you playing him, bro? Like, you, if you ask me, you killed all the chemistry you had on that offense by putting Deshaun Watson in. Yeah, I agree. So, it's, it's going to be the Ravens for me. That defense is too nasty, and Deshaun Watson's about to get his ass whooped. He's about to get a welcome to the AFC North, too. Yeah, I can't wait. Oh, man, if they did the same thing, I I think, uh, you know, sorry for the graphicness. I think that if they knocked Deshaun Watson out on the first play, I might nut. (laughs) (laughs) 
I'm about to bust. That's that's gonna be you. That's gonna be you, bro. Oh my god. Uh, I'm not gonna do that, but I'm definitely gonna take the Ravens to win that game. Like I don't care. Like fuck, sure. fuck what y'all talking about, bro. Like there's no way you think Deshaun Watson is gonna win. They struggled against the Bengals. Like come on, son. Like nah, bro. Nah, you not nah. <laughs> Uh, anyway, our next game, we got the Dolphins at the Bills in Buffalo in the snow. Oh. Bills favored minus seven and a half. Who are you taking? I'm definitely taking the Bills. Miami don't know how to play in the snow. Miami don't know how to play in the snow. That's going to be a run game. Well, maybe not for the Bills, but yeah. they're they to have to. Miami going to have to run the ball in the snow. Ain't no passing about to be done. Tua struggles at throwing intermediate, I mean, throwing deep balls. And we all, we know how to beat them. And the only way to beat them is bring your linebackers back. So what does that mean? Miami going to run the ball. And they ain't that great at that either. So I'm taking Buffalo in the wintertime every time. I I see what you're saying, but Miami did beat Buffalo. And it's a division game and seven and a half is just a large spread for me. So I'm going to have to take the Dolphins to at least cover. I think that the Bills win, but the Dolphins find a way to keep it closer than seven and a half. Mm. So we're going to go Dolphins on my side here. All righty. Now we're going to move into the Sunday Christmas Day football games. Number one, we've got the Falcons at the Saints. That's right. The Ravens got flexed off of. Wait, what the fuck? Because they got put on Saturday. Oh, wait, sorry. No, it, it, this isn't Christmas week. I'm looking at the right stuff. I don't know why I thought it was Christmas. Because you're ready for um, it. <laughs> I am. I'm ready for Christmas. Um, so we've got Sunday. Falcons at Saints, not on Christmas, the week before Christmas. Ugh. We've got the Saints favored by four points against the Falcons. I'm going to take the Falcons on the spread point because I just don't see like because the Saints can't even score. So the only thing that's going to keep them from the only thing that's going to keep them from making that bigger is like depending on what the Falcons uh, rookie quarterback does. I still think he'll do it. I just don't think that game is going to be high scoring for it to be over four points. Like I think they'll win by like three or something like the Saints will probably win, but I'm taking the Falcons to cover. I think that even though this is a divisional game, um, New Orleans kept it close against Tampa. Uh, I think that New Orleans is a remarkably better team than the Falcons, even though both are garbage. Um, so for that, I'm going to have to take the Saints. Uh, give me the points. Well, with the points, um, mm. all that good stuff. Uh, but, yeah, I think that the Saints are going to be able to uh, cover here. And so the next game, we've got the Steelers at the Panthers. Kenny Pickett's status unknown for this game in Carolina. The Panthers are favored by two and a half points. Mm, I'll take that. I'll take that because if Kenny Pickett don't play, there's no way Mitch the Bitch is going to get them a dub. (laughs) No, not a chance. After the way they paid la- played last week, even with the Panthers being garbage, it's one hundred percent. Like for me, it's gotta be the uh, gotta be the Panthers here. Next, we've got the Eagles at the Bears in Chicago. Chicago, big home dog, plus nine against the Eagles. That's fair. Um, definitely taking the Eagles in that. They're probably gonna win by ten or more. <laughs> 
I want to disagree here, but the Eagles have been beating up on the teams they should beat up on lately. Um, after that slip to the Commanders, they haven't really been letting the you know lesser teams get to them. And for that reason, I'm going to have to take the Eagles to cover that nine. Probably going to win by at least two touchdowns, especially with the Bears tanking for a good draft pick here. Yeah, for real. <clears throat> oh, the Saints might. Well, they don't have a pick. It'd be going to the Eagles. I was about to say the Saints might tank too, but that won't happen. <laughs> yeah. Because I ain't this got no one, pick. Yeah. This one's a little spicier considering what the outcome was last week. Got Chiefs at Texans. Texans home dog by 14 points in Houston. Damn. Uh, ooh, I don't know. Uh, who did they play last week and almost lost? The Chiefs. Who did they play? I forget. They played. The Chiefs played. They they played. They played a team, and we thought they were gonna. I I think I still think that the Chiefs probably will fuck up the Texans because it's the Texans. But like, Texans maybe beat the Cowboys. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, it might be. It might be a little. It might be a little less than fourteen. Might the be Chiefs like Chiefs almost lost the Broncos. See, see, that's just as bad. <laughs> that's just as bad in my book because they, they, no. I, I, I'll still take. I, st- I guess I'll still take it just because I, I just taking the Chiefs. I think I'm just gonna take the Chiefs. I'm gonna let it ride. We'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to go with the safe bet here. Houston. It was an interstate rivalry, but I don't see them doing the same thing again. Um, the Chiefs are going to beat the Texans by more than two touchdowns, in my opinion. Yeah. All right, we got the Cowboys at the Jaguars. The Jaguars are home dogs. Cowboys favored by five points. Uh, That's fine. Uh, They could, oh, wait a minute. They could lose. (laughs) That's a very, that's a very losable game. They could. You know what? I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm going to take the Jaguars. I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm going to take the Jaguars in this one. I think I think they are getting getting things getting things right for him, for Trevor. And if I the Texans can play that hard, it, it, it can be just as bad. I think it's a losable game, but I don't know. This one's a hard one. Um, I got to go with Cowboys here, even though I don't like betting on the Cowboys uh, because they normally let everybody down. Uh, But I will bet on them, and there's no consequences, so they can't let me down. Very, very good point. (laughs) All right, next we got the Lions at the Jets. This is a no-spread game. It's just a pick Who's going to win between the Lions and the Jets? I'm going to take the Lions. I'm going to take the Lions. I'm going to have to go with the Jets. I think the Jets have a defense that can keep that Lions offense in, like, it's going to be able to keep it close, and the Lions defense doesn't really have the defense to keep the Jets off, so I'm going to have to go with Jets here. All right. All right, now we have got the Arizona Cardinals at the Denver Broncos. Another pick them here. I'm just gonna say Broncos because Kyler Murray's not playing. Like they have injuries all over the place. I'm, I, I guess I'll just say, oh wait, is Russell playing? Because didn't um, Russell get hurt? I don't know. Um, he's questionable. You know what? If Russell doesn't play, Cardinals. If Russell plays, Broncos. All right, I just wrote down Broncos with Russ. 
Um, not going to bet on the Broncos this year. You already knew that. <laughs> you already knew it. I don't care if Kyler's going to play or not. He can't. <laughs> Why can't he? Tore ACL. That man ain't playing. Nah, he'd be all right. Just throw a cast on. He'll be fine. Uh, that's not how that works. Look, wouldn't it just be an exclamation point on the Broncos season if Colt McCoy beat Russell Wilson straight up? That would make That'd a be, lot of sense. That would be hilarious, actually. That would actually make me die of laughter. We've got our third pick em in a row. Patriots at Raiders. Pick them. Patriots. 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 Raiders are just too <clears throat> inconsistent for me, man. I got to go with Patriots, too. I don't think that uh, McDaniels has what it takes to beat Belichick. Nah, not at all. All right. There's a lot of fucking games this week. That's, I think all the buys, all the buys are done. Fair enough. All right. Titans at Chargers. We finally have a spread this time. This is in Los Angeles. Chargers are favored by three points. Yep, Chargers. Chargers all the way. Yeah, I agree. Who did the Titans lose to this weekend? The Jaguars. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Chargers. That's a pretty easy one right there. Yeah. All right, we've got Bengals at Buccaneers. Buccaneers are home dogs plus three and a half. They shouldn't even be favorites in this game. After last week, they should, oh, oh, I'm sorry. I thought you, I, I heard you wrong. Good, good. They deserve to be shitty. Um, boy. Yeah, I'm going to go against y'all this week because y'all pissed me off. I'm just going to take the Bengals. I'm sorry. Interesting. I think that the Buccaneers have somehow managed to stay at damn near exactly 500 all season. For that reason, I'm going to have to take the Bucks because this would get them back to 500. And also, please. I truly hope I'm wrong. I really do. This is like the third week in a row you bet against the Bucks. Yeah, well, I was right last week. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. All right. We've got the Giants at the Commanders in Landover, Maryland. Because that's where the Commanders play, apparently. Yuck. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stadium literally leaks shit onto the fans, but it's got the commanders leaking shit all over to the Giants because they are a four and a half point favorite against the Giants at home. Yeah, I'm absolutely taking the commanders over the Giants. They don't have anybody but Saquon. Yeah, I agree. Didn't they tie like two weeks ago? Yeah. Yeah, they did. That's weird. And uh, the Commanders are favored in that game. But I'm going to go with the Commanders again because the Giants are bad. And I believe that the Commanders are going to make the playoffs. I think they and will. That too. brings us down to God, Monday Night Football sucks this week. Who in the world is playing? Rams at Packers. Packers minus seven and a half. Oh, who wants to watch that? Oh, I'm going to take the Packers, though, so that spread is wrong. Um, yeah, I'm just, just going to take the Packers. I'm going to take the Rams. Uh, giving them seven and a half points. The Packers aren't good. The Rams aren't good. I think that they're going to play to a field goal either way. Yeah, it's looking like I'm getting an early night's rest. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. 
All right, so those are the picks. I sit at 30, 38, and 1. Jamar sits at 32 and 37, battling it out all the way through the playoffs and the Super Bowl, and we will see what the results are, and there are no consequences either way. If you have a gambling addiction, please call 1-800-GAMBLER. Was it 1-800-GAMBLE? Yeah, 1-800-GAMBLER. Yeah, 1-800-GAMBLER. Please do not please do not take our words for for this for granted and just advice. yeah this is just this is just pickums basically we yeah. just making picks friendly competition friendly competition 1800 gambler please call if you have an addiction or whatever your local gambling hotline is yes all right so uh that'll wrap us up for the week nice short episode uh probably go back to our normal episodes next week but yeah, yeah. Busy week for everybody. So nice little hour long episode won't hurt no one. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And thank you all for tuning in every week to listen to us. I'm gonna go get some drinks. 